Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to St. Robert's Day Game Pickup Podcast. In this week's episode, I'll talk about sexual market value. What are the components or other groups of components that uh, determine your value in the sexual marketplace? What are the things that girls look at and uh, what are maybe some things that guys think girls look at, things that guys think that are important and they should work and uh, maybe actually they shouldn't. And what are also some of the things that the dating industry and the day game industry say that, oh, that's not that important, you should only focus on these three skills. Well, there are some skills that I think are more important than the dating industry would like to acknowledge. So, and uh, these uh, components of sexual market value will be divided in three groups. There will be things like, uh, first group will be mother nature, things that are given to you when you're born or things that happen to you over life. So this is just things that have happened, things that you have, uh, like how tall you are, your looks, etc, etc. Then the second part will be lifestyle, we'll go more in depth about lifestyle things like money, status, uh, and the third group will be things you can learn or game, as, as we like to call it in, in the industry. But before we get started, let's talk about a few housekeeping items and the things that have happened, etc. First of all, you know that I rec- I'm recording this podcast uh, once every week, maybe once every two weeks, depending on how busy I am with my Skype and infield uh, coaching schedule. So if I ever have anything more that I want to share with my audience, maybe it's a blog post, maybe it's some idea, maybe it's some travel plans or anything else, I usually either send it to my mailing list or I post it in our uh, day game church group chat on Telegram application. So if you want to make sure you don't miss out on uh, different things like maybe meetups in some city or some travel plans that are coming up and and you want to join and you miss them. Or maybe I have some interesting interviews coming up and I offer ask guys, hey, what do you you want me to ask the guest? So if you don't want to miss all of those things, make sure you are subscribed to my mailing list and make sure you are in our Day Game Church Telegram group chat. And you can join both of those things by going to my website, strobert.blog, that is strobert.blog dot blog and filling out the form on my website and in the welcome email when you join the mailing list in the welcome email you will also receive an invitation link to to join our day game church group chat also i want to talk a little bit about uh, travel updates because i had a trip planned to poland which didn't happen i went to uk instead because of covid restrictions in poland i had a trip announced uh, for Kiev and I had several guys apply for coaching in Kiev. Uh, Kiev trip is on the pause right now because it's pretty unclear what's going to happen with restrictions in Kiev. Instead uh, I am going to coach a student to sort of France uh, this uh, Sunday so in a little bit less than a week and uh, on about Kiev I will wait for a week or two to see what happens in Kiev and then decide whether whether I'm going there for day game or not because Kiev in Kiev the government was talking about introducing pretty strict restrictions and I don't really want to go to a place that is so 
strict. That being said, there are still plenty of places in Europe you can do for day game. You can go for day game, places that are open, places where I will go to coach a student. As I said, I am going to a smaller city in south of France to coach a student in, in a few days. And uh, if it's a good city, I have other guys interested in going to the city, so maybe someone else will join and we'll bet day game there a bit, but I have no idea what's going to happen uh, after France uh, so far. All that I know that if Kiev opens up, I'm going to Kiev. If not, I'll most likely go to Croatia, to Zagreb, because I have a boot camp scheduled in Zagreb in December, because... Zagreb is very known for its Christmas markets. A lot of people travel there for Christmas markets. So I think December is a great time to go to Zagreb and enjoy those groups and groups and groups of tourists, all the tourists that go there and work on your day game skills. And uh, after Zagreb, we'll see. I had a trip planned for Prague, with Prague just entered the, entered the lockdown. So I'll announce my future travel plans and role where I will go for, for coaching and just for day game in the future podcasts and emails. But honestly, what we're doing with students that apply for infield coaching right now, it's really simple. They just apply, they say which dates they want to do, and when the dates are closer, we usually just figure out a city will go to maybe it's Kiev maybe it's London maybe it's somewhere else so if you want to do that just let me know uh, send me an email and we'll talk about dates we'll talk about possible cities and if a city doesn't work we'll simply go to another city something that we've done with plenty of students uh, this autumn and also more and more guys uh, especially from places where it's harder to travel they choose to do skype coaching sessions and and it's actually really simple you just send me a few recordings of your day game sets i'll listen to them and i'll usually pretty fast understand what's wrong in your sets maybe your stacking is bad maybe your voice is bad a few other things I give, uh, we hop on a call i tell you what exactly you should focus on for the next 100 sets you go back out you put in the volume. So if you're someone who can do the sets on your own and you can put in the necessary work, then another option uh, instead of infield coaching is simply signing up for some Skype coaching calls. I've been doing that with guys from LA. I'm doing that with guys from Canada, from France and different places all around the world. And lastly, if you really like this podcast, if you like the content I'm putting out, but you don't really think you're ready for infield coaching or you don't think you're ready for Skype coaching or, or that's not what you need right now, but if you still want to support this podcast, you can do so on the Patreon, where you can simply choose an amount you want to support me monthly uh, with my travels and other advent adventures I go on can be either 3, 5 or 10 euro if I'm not mistaken and if you want to do that there is a link in the description uh, and you can go there and, and see what additional bonuses you get if you choose to do that. Well that's it for the housekeep housekeeping items and uh, let's start talking about some more interesting things. For example, adventure I had a lot in London. Uh, I like to tell nice stories if, if something interesting happens. I was in London to coach a student and London turns out to be a great city for day game and uh, I was walking with my student one day. student was really tired and he said he doesn't want to do any more sets and I just took a mic, I give, gave him the earpiece and I said, well, dude, I'll go do some sets and listen to them. 
don't take them very seriously because I won't do them as if I was coaching you. I'll do them in a way that I day game for myself. So the sets are a little bit different. There is a bit more freestyling, a bit more improvisation, a bit more fun, a bit more filthy topics in those conversations. And we're walking home to our Airbnb and I see this beautiful, tall uh, girl, definitely not from UK, maybe from an Arab country, very beautiful, all in black, but with a pink hoodie under her jacket. Uh, maybe gave me a slight IOI, I wasn't sure, but she was very nice. And well, I had to do it. I went in, I opened, uh, I run a very interesting set which I, by the way, have recorded and I might publish it on the Patreon for my Patreon supporters. If you want to hear that info, it will probably be uploaded to my Patreon channel. And as I walk out of the set, as I come out of the set, my student who just listened to the set, set says, oh my God, that's an incredible set. I'm really sure you will sleep with her. And uh, if you're an experienced day gamer, you know that uh, thinking that you'll meet someone after the set is is not the best thing to do because sometimes you build up, up those expectations and then it oftentimes doesn't go anywhere and sometimes you feel like shit about that oh i did such a good set but it didn't go anywhere what the fuck do i do now well but um, i texted her she responded pretty okay but she didn't come out on a date and i had to go to cambridge i was going to cambridge to coach a blind student there in a small city of 100,000 people and before I'm coming back from Cambridge to London, because I had one day to spend in London before I go to Malta to enjoy some sun and just chill out with uh, Mario. I'm staying at Mario's place, sleeping on his lovely white couch. <laughs> and we're just having a great kind of vacation. So uh, before going back to London from Cambridge, I sent all my London leads some te a text saying that I'll be in London for one night and if they want to grab some beers, so we can do that. And this chick doesn't respond the same day, but she responds on a day when I'm already in London. She responds really well. We set up a date for half past five. We meet next to a tube station right next to my hotel where I have a tiny, tiny hotel room, smallest hotel room I've ever stayed in. And we go for some beers. Now, obviously, with the lockdown being on and London being pretty strict about the restrictions, it was quite a hustle to find a place where they would let us in, where they would have seating. But once we do that, we go to venue one. We're sitting down, we're drinking a beer, and as soon as I say something, I don't remember what it was, but it was something she she really liked, and she fist bumps me. So she actually starts doing some physical things for herself. She's doing what I call socially acceptable physical escalation. If you have watched my free video courses on dating on daygamecourses.com. And it seems to be really on. She's wearing a really short skirt and, and looking just stunning, very beautiful. And uh, the, the banter is really good. All the dates going really good. But I think we should stay. We should have one more drink. It's too, too soon to pull. But instead of going to another venue, since we were already sitting next uh, to each other on a sofa, and since COVID restrictions are so strict and it might be really hard to find another venue, that has uh, sofas available. Even though I did my research, I found several options. I wasn't sure 
that they wouldn't be too busy. We decide to stay in the same venue for one more beer. She's responding really great to all my escalation. We're talking about adventures, we're talking about traveling, about drugs, all the all the crazy all the crazy things. A little bit about sex, but not in a direct way, because you know that the rule that I have is if you think you can start talking about sex, you shouldn't. You should start moving towards sex. So when you think you can start talking about sex, you should start physically moving towards sex. So as we're chatting and everything's going perfect, I suggest uh, that we should uh, roll some <clears throat> rolling tobacco and uh, chill out a bit so and she totally agrees she instantly agrees to, with that and uh, we finish our beers and we head over to my hotel room which is fucking tiny it looks like a hotel room in a ship could look like that still very cute very nice we go there we roll some we roll cigarettes we smoke it and we're just chilling out listening to music and at one point she just asks me why are you looking at me like that and I just say, looking at you like, what? You know, you have those eyes, you're looking at me like that, and oh my god, I'm not that kind of a girl, this is so fast, I'm, I'm a nice girl, I have a boyfriend back home. Yeah, that's something I forgot to mention. She has a boyfriend in Dubai, he, she's from Dubai originally, in London for a little bit. And she says, I don't do like, I don't do this, I don't go to hotel rooms with strange guys. But I had a feeling she's not really saying that to me, she's just saying it to herself and making sure I don't think she's slutty. I'm still thinking she's a nice girl, which she was. She was very fragile, very feminine, very beautiful, exactly the type of girl I like. And uh, we continued smoking and listening to music and having fun and had nice sex in the end. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how London trip ended. A London trip uh, definitely blessed me with a lay with a beautiful girl from Dubai. I finally have a precious flag because I never had uh, uh, I never had slept with a uh, with a girl from Emirates. I think it's a precious flag to have, especially if she's uh, if she has a boyfriend back there. Okay, so. The story time is over, all the housekeeping items have been covered. Let's talk about sexual market value. Let's talk about what you can do to improve your sexual market value and learn to seduce young, beautiful, sexy, feminine girls even better. So sexual market value on and understanding sexual market value, in my opinion, isn't uh, just about... Uh, looking at things that uh, might get you laid or things that might work. It's about learning how the world actually works and what you should do to get what you want in your life. Not how you would like the world to work. There are a lot of people that have illusions about how the world works. What I like to focus on, I like to observe what works, what gets me better success with girls, what gets my students, what gets my friends and wings better success with women. And that's what, sex, what understanding sexual market value 
actually means. It's not about some weird theories that, oh yeah, you should act like this because that makes you alpha and that's amazing. You should never do this or yeah, you're projecting low value when you do this. There's a lot of nonsense going on in, in the online community when, when guys talk about game and it especially comes from guys that are doing less than 25 sets a week. If you're doing less than 25 sets a week, are you a real day gamer? Well, maybe you are up and coming day gamer. Maybe you'll be a real day gamer one day, but basically you're just doubling around in day gamer, just dip, dip, dipping your toe in, in the water. The, you will really start to feel what day game is all about when you learn to do enough sets, when you learn to do at least 25 sets in a week, and that's when you'll start to see what actually works and, and what you should focus on when you're day gaming. And uh, also it's important to understand that uh, some of the things you'll talk about you can change and control. Uh, while other things you can't. You can change a lot of things that mother nature has given you. Like you are as tall as you are and there isn't much you can you can do about it. Maybe Michael Jordan has some secrets but I don't know you should ask him and figure it out. And uh, of course there are some things that come from the environment you grew up in. Maybe you were this guy who grew up in a family where you learn to be expressive, you learn to talk to people, you learn to speak up, you learn responsibility in life and that's what actually helps you get laid. So it's important to understand that there are several things that affect the way, the way you behave. And uh, as I said before, we'll talk about three groups of uh, parameters that, are th that, that uh, sexual market value consists of. We'll talk about mother nature, which is things that you are born with or things that have happened to you. Uh, we'll talk about lifestyle, which is something you can build, something you can control, something a lot of guys think is important. And we'll talk about things you can learn. And uh, things you can learn is... Uh, things you can learn are the things that people in the dating industry or the dating coaches say that those are the most important things. You should only focus on them and everything else is not important. Everything else is mental masturbation. It's bullshit. Well, we'll talk a bit about that. And in the end, we will, of course, talk about what exactly should you focus on. Should you focus on your looks? Should you focus on your lifestyle? Should you focus on your game? And also, depending on which phase of your evolution as a day gamer and as a man you are at, it, it changes what you should focus on. So we'll talk about that in the end. And let's start with things uh, with a group of things that I call Mother Nature. So Mother Nature consists of things uh, you were born with. For example, how tall you are, uh, your looks, uh, also your age, because while well, you are... You, you were born when you were born. There is not much you can do about that. And uh, a part of Mother Nature, in my opinion, is also things that have happened in your life. For example, your experience with girls so far. That something has happened. That is something that has happened in your life up to now. It's not really something you can control in the past, but it's something you can change in the future. Those are the givens. And also a big part of uh, things that have happened to you in life well, maybe something has happened in your life this, that has drastically changed your life. For example, I was in Cambridge, I went to Cambridge, UK, and I was coaching a blind guy. So that's something that 
it's it's part of mother nature is something that has happened to you as as they say in those tiktok videos it is what it is there isn't much you can do about it but it's still a part of sexual market while you're saying that it doesn't import it's not important how tall you are how, what your looks are and other things saying that it's not important is definitely a lie i totally don't agree with that it is very very important how you look it's not uh, maybe the biggest component, but it's still important. So, uh, as I said, four things in, uh, in Mother Nature is your looks, your height, your age, and I would also put experience with girls so far in your life. The most important thing you have to understand about this group of parameters, Mother Nature, is it's not about what Mother Nature has given you. It's about what you do with it. And what do you do? You ignore the things you cannot fix or you use them to your advantage and you focus on things you can fix. So let's talk about looks. Things you cannot control is how tall you are. There is, as far as I know, there is no way you can all of a sudden become taller. Well, it is what it is if you're a tall, a short guy. I've coached guys that are tall. I've coached guys that are short. Well, if some, girl, some girls will not like guys that are too tall. Some girls will not like guys that are too short. But your height is, it is what it is and there's nothing you can do about it. So it, it's totally useless to say, oh, I'm too short and that's why day game doesn't work for me. Well, what you're doing is uh, you're probably looking at excuses. You're focusing on a thing you cannot control because if instead you focused uh, on things you can control, if, it's, if instead you said, oh, I'm not taking good care of my looks, I'm not working on my game enough, I'm not going out enough and doing at least 25 sets a week, I'm not recording my sets, I'm not getting coaching, on all of those things you can control. If instead you focus on, on, a, on one thing that you cannot control, well, you are saying, I'm not responsible for it, it's mother nature, I'm too sh short, I cannot succeed in day game, day game, day game doesn't work for me. Well, as you understand, uh, I think it's, it's bullshit and you're just uh, avoiding responsibility. Uh, maybe you should read, read Jocko Willing's book, uh, Discipline Equals Freedom, about how you are responsible for everything that happens in your life. So, height is something you shouldn't worry about, but let's talk about some uh, looks, things that you can focus on and you should focus on. So, uh, grooming. Uh, grooming is a big thing. Uh, I So, for example, if, uh, if, if something that has happened to me is happening to you and if you're losing your hair, well, you should shave it off. You, as, as Mr. I think it was Mystery who said it to Neil Strauss, uh, if you read... Uh, book The Game by Neil Strauss, then you know what I'm talking about. I think it was Mystery who said, you cannot go bold, but you can be bold. So you have to take care of how you look. If you have a beard, make, sh make sure it's well taken care of. Make sure you find a good barber. Uh, if you have hair, make sure it's a good, stylish haircut. If, haircut. if your haircut and your grooming cannot be on the cover of a mag magazine, then you're doing something wrong with, with your grooming. You shouldn't just groom yourself. You should have, you should groom yourself really, really good, better than the rest of the guys 
uh, around you. So grooming is important. Pay attention to that. If you're not doing that, then basically if in, if in these things I'm talking about, you find something you're not doing, then well, welcome to the real life. It's about uh, learning what works in life, in reality, not about thinking what's what you want to work. And if you're not doing, if you're not focusing on your grooming, then you should. Next thing is fitness. If you have a beer belly and in general are out of shape, well, fix it. I don't see a I don't see a reason not to fix it. Obviously, if you are if you are again if you're if you have a beer belly and you're saying oh I can't day game because I have a beer belly I first have to become fit. Well, again, you're lying to yourself, and of course, you have to day game. You have to go out. You have to talk to girls. But at the same time, you can fix uh, your fitness. And um, something that I do, well, as many of you don't know, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But let me understand, let me explain why I, why I chose that as a hobby. I had evenings where I didn't have anything to do. Like I didn't have dates and, and I just uh, was uh, staying in, in in some of the evenings. And when I did that, I was usually eating junk food. I was not eating healthy and I was watching Netflix and doing some stupid shit. So I thought, well, if I have some evenings free and I know that I will usually choose to do something not very productive like watch Netflix and, and eat unhealthy food, why don't I find an activity that instead of making me unhealthy would make me much healthier and would be beneficial to how I look and how I feel and I don't like running, I don't like lifting weights, it's just really boring to me. So I decided I'll do a group activity, I'll join a class and since I've always been interested in martial arts and it, I did them when I was uh, gonna 17 to 20 in that part of my life I decided I'll, I'll get back into martial arts so if you don't like running if you don't like lifting find another hobby another physical activity that you like that you enjoy doing you don't have to run to lose weight instead you can play volleyball you can play tennis you can do many, many other things. And maybe if you've been interested in martial arts, do martial arts. Have you been interested in rock climbing? Well, go and join a rock climbing club. Um, so that's about fitness. Your style. Style is a really, really big thing. I remember I coached a student in Chicago. You probably listened. Uh, if you haven't, then it's an interesting podcast I did with a student I coached in Chicago. He's a guy who had spent all, almost $100,000 on strippers and I was working with him in Chicago and when we met he was wearing jeans that were a few sizes too large he was he had a really bad style a really simple haircut nothing special baggy clothing not in a not baggy in a good way but baggy in a baggy in a bad way and when we started working he decided to work with Anna with my stylist that you probably seen on my YouTube video how to stop looking like a nice guy and Anna did a lookbook for him which means she had a Skype call with him she she spoke with him looked at how he dresses how he looks and she created a lookbook she created a PDF lookbook where she showed several looks he should go for, what types of jeans he should buy, what types of shirts, what types of hoodies, what types of jackets, shoes, accessories, everything. He went to the store and he completely changed his style. From, from looking like an average boring American, 
he started looking like a fucking rock star. And it did a few things. Well, first of all, girls liked it better. All of a sudden, he looks like a cool, cool guy instead of a nerdy guy. And the second thing it did, once you change your style in such a drastic way, and from you go from looking uh, like a boring dude to like an interesting, uh, fun guy, well, if you're used to trying to blend in in society, not expressing your controversial opinions too much, etc., and when you choose to go this route, when you change, choose to change your style and all of a sudden express yourself in a different way, it requires balls. It's a bold move. And when you choose, when you decide to make such a bold move, uh, it changes the way you behave because, well, you did this scary thing and it changes the way you interact with people, it changes the way you behave. And... Uh, if people don't like it, that's their problem, but that's your that was your choice to change the way you look. I remember when I decided to shave off my hair, several girls told me that, uh, three girls, uh, I remember three girls telling me, if you shave your hair, I'll not sleep with you again. Well, all three of them slept with me after I shaved my hair, and a few of them had threesomes with me after I shaved my hair. So don't listen to what anyone else tells you if you're about to change your style or shave your hair if you're losing it or, or all of a sudden go, going, go from boring haircut to a stylish cool haircut. Who cares if anyone doesn't like it? People like you. People want you to stay like everyone else because if you change if you all of a sudden start changing and, and doing interesting things and traveling more and being around beautiful girls if people see that they are reminded that they themselves are not doing those things they're living their boring lives they're they're not chasing their dreams so don't worry about what they say and another thing from mother nature as we spoke before is your age you cannot change how old you are but uh what comes with age is uh, experiences. If you are 20, maybe you just recently graduated high school, you're in university, maybe you, you are in your first workplace, maybe you're running an online business. But the older you get, the more experiences you should have. You've probably traveled, you've seen different places, you've done different things in your life. If you haven't, if you don't have those experiences, you should start collecting them or to be really direct you should start uh, you should go and get a life start doing stuff um, a simple thing you can do to see how many experiences you have is uh, you can do an exercise i've spoken before in in some podcasts uh, a while back you can open a note on your computer and you can in a vertical list write alphabet a in the next line b in the next line c d etc so and what do you do is on each of those letters you think of a story from your life for example letter a i might think about andalusia it's a it's a region in spain because a few years ago i was there on a business trip and my girlfriend was with me and we went swimming in the ocean i was carrying my girlfriend on my shoulders and walking in the ocean a big wave hit us, I fell down with the knee on a rock and as I did that, I felt that it wasn't only a rock that my knee hit, but there was a sea urchin 
on that rock and that was a disaster of a story of me not being able to walk for a few days it was really really painful and crazy letter b berlin i used to live in berlin when i was uh, around 20 uh, when i was studying in a ba school of business in finance i was there in the erasmus ex exchange uh, letter c uh, carbonara it's one of my favorite dishes uh, when i want to cook and when i want to cook not just to eat but when i want to cook to relax to do something nice for myself or maybe it's something i might cook on a date etc etc so write down the alphabet and see how many stories you can come up with um, that's a that's a great way to look at it also the more experienced you are especially if you have more experience with girls then it's obvious that if you've been around that you are a bit more picky and there are ways how I show on a date in a very calibrated way that I've been around I've seen things and I'm not looking to sleep with everyone that go on a date with them I'm, I'm, I'm interested in sleeping with girls that I really like that I have a great connection with and that I would enjoy the evening re with regardless whether we have sex or not so that's also something that comes with age and the last thing about mother nature is uh, experience with girls so far and the, the, the idea is very simple if you don't have that much experience maybe you've only slept with a few girls or maybe you're a virgin or maybe you used to be really really good at uh, seducing girls when you were younger but now you've had a trispole for a few years or maybe you just got divorced and, and you, you, it's hard for you to get back in the playing field well the secret is act as if you had abundance act as if you had other options act, act as if you had all of that experience and uh, it's kind of the mentality of fake it till you make it and it's okay to use that mentality when you're learning and uh, when you are just trying to understand what attitude gets you late and once you start acting like that in a calibrated way not being a dick but in a nice calibrated way you'll see that girls react girl, girls respond very well to that and here i'm not talking about uh, some guys say oh yeah she's not too hot i'm not gonna sleep with the girl like that she's not interesting enough and if a guy who doesn't have much sexual experience says that well i'm not really listening to him when he when he says that i don't think if i think if you don't have the experience if you don't have the nudge count you shouldn't walk around and tell your wings oh yeah she wasn't too hot i don't care about her levels just sleep with hot girls well if you can sleep with really hot girls congratulations but if you can't get one or at least one or two girls every month from day game well this is a really reality check i don't it's not important how you want the world to look it's important to see what's the reality of the world in the world and if the reality of the world is that you don't know how to sleep with hot girls then well lower your bar a little bit and learn to understand how the world works learn to understand how to improve your sexual market value and get laid more okay that's it about uh, the part uh, about mother nature the second group of uh, components that your sexual market value consists of is uh, lifestyle and uh, in lifestyle we have things like money we have things like status and the third is what i like to call bilzerian factor and let's start with money so a lot of guys think well if i have more money i'll get laid more money is what you what gets you laid 
Uh, is money important to get you laid? Well, it might be in some cases. Uh, let's let's put it like that. If you don't have enough money to take a girl even on a cheap date for for a cup of tea, which some day gamers do because they, they don't have good jobs yet or they haven't built their businesses yet, they're really young and they can't really afford it, can't afford to take a girl on a proper, like for some wine or for some beer, well, yeah, well, you should, you should kind of make, you should think about it and you should make more money. But as long as you have enough money to take a girl for a few beers or for a few glasses of wine, you're good to go. You don't need any more money to get laid. Uh, that being said, of course, it, it helps for some guys and it is one of the ways you can get laid. There are girls who will go more for that. But at the same time, I've met many girls who have been hanging out with guys because they have money, they bring them to nice places, they take them on adventures, maybe on some trips. But at the same time, those girls are not sleeping with those guys. And, and girls that have told me those stories uh, have called me middle of the day and just asked, hey, how are you? What are you doing? I'm so bored. No, 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 I don't have anything to do. And at that point, point I, was, I was visiting my grandparents. And, and I don't get what this girl wants. And this girl just says, hey, like, I, I really want to meet you. I just, I just would like to give you a blowjob. Can you, can you go home? Can we meet in 30 minutes? I, I don't even want to fuck. I just want to give you a blowjob. And the same girl that hangs out with other guys just because they take her places, they, they give her gifts. She's calling me and asking whether she can come over give me a blowjob and leave. And that's exactly what happened. I went home, she came over, gave me a blowjob, we chatted a bit, and she left. Well, which, on which side do you want to be? Do you want to be the guy that buys her shit and takes her places? Or do you want to be the guy that gets uh, a nice blowjob or, or sees, her, sees her just because uh, you both enjoy spending time with the uh, with each other, maybe it's not just sex, maybe you like to spend with each other outside sex as well, that's fine with me. Uh, but again, yes, money and having a nice lifestyle, it just makes you happier, it just makes maybe you, it just gives you more life experiences. So yes, if you have more life experiences, you are more interesting dude, then sure, you'll get laid more because you have that, uh, that great vibe, that happiness vibe. Uh, yeah, that being all of this being said, you obviously have to be be aware of uh, gold diggers. Uh, there are girls who will look for guys that they can get stuff from, and uh, can you sleep with those girls without buying them shit? Uh, well, first of all, most in most cases, if you if you if guys say, oh, she was a gold digger, all she wanted was money, she just wanted me to take her for dinners, blah, blah, blah. Well, in most cases, when I hear those stories, I hear, I hear, I hear the full story. And I understand that almost always the problem wasn't the way the guy behaved and the girl, or girl didn't even put him in a provider box. The guy himself put, the, the guy put himself in the provider nice guy, I'll take you places, I'll help you, I'll be your whatever box. Guys do that themselves. So most times when guys complain about this, I don't, I don't see 
the guilty one being the girl. I often see girl, guys made mistakes in the way they were communicating with girls. Again, but there will be some gold diggers. And can you sleep with them if they're really, really, really after gold? If they have frame, if they know what they're after? Well, just as you know what you are after, they also know what you're after. Maybe they're after gold, but maybe they're also after a good fuck with a bad boy. But maybe not. And if they're not, chance of you sleeping with them is very low. And of course, remember, girls say and do different things. Girl will never say, never say, yeah, well, I want a guy to take care of me, but if I meet a nice, nice, cool guy, I'll fuck him without any money. Girl will never say that. But most of the time, if you're the right, if you're the guy with the right attitude and, and you know how to talk to girls, most of the times they will still sleep with you. Not always, but uh, yeah. Uh, so don't put all the girls uh, in, in one box and just say, oh yeah, she was a gold girl. Probably that wasn't the biggest uh, problem. Well, you have your goals. For example, sex. She has her goals. For example, gold. Just as she's very unlikely to get, get gold from you, you are also very unlikely to get sex from her if that isn't something she's looking for. Good gold diggers, just as good sugar babies, have a good frame. They know what they're after. I've dated girls that are sugar babies. I was simply sleeping with them, but there were other guys who were taking them places, buying them expensive stuff, flying them to, uh, to tropical locations in, in, the, in the first class, etc., etc. Having money and spending it on girls, though, are two very different things. Having money is good. It means you're successful in life and probably a good dude, unless you're making money, traveling non-stop, working a crazy corporate gig where you have zero time for yourself and you're just unhappy. If you made money running an interesting business, building something, helping the world, bringing some value to the world, you're probably a pretty cool dude. And that's nice. That, 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 adds, to your sexual, that's, that adds to your sexual market value. Spending money on girls doesn't add, add to your sexual market value in most places, in most times. In most times, it makes you a mark. It makes uh, girls know that, oh, I can get stuff from this, uh, from this guy. So you have to ask yourself, is she spending time with you for the money you have or is she spending time for you? because she wants to spend time with you. So don't spend money on girls unless you are unless you've been sleeping with them for a while and they're important to you and you've seen they're crazy, they're up for interesting stuff, they know what you do is all for fun. Uh, I've spent mon money on girls I'm dating uh, for for longer time and there's nothing wrong with that. But make sure she's spending the time with you for yourself and not for your money. Don't try to use your money to get laid and, and don't uh, make an excuse to not day game just because you don't have uh, money. I've, uh, I've consulted some very young guys that don't have any money at all and I've said them, I've given them options how they can take girls on a date for five euro and, and, and it works. And the second, the second uh, thing about lifestyle is status. Status, yes, yeah, status can get you laid. If you are in a community, or not in a community, but you will 
in, in every community you are in, you have your status in that hierarchy. You are maybe on the bottom, maybe you're the top guy, maybe you're in the middle, maybe no one really knows where you are and you're this mystery guy. Whether that's in a club culture, whether that's in rave culture, maybe in the BDSM scene, maybe that's in work, maybe it's in some hobbies you have. Whatever community you're hanging uh, out at, you have your status there. Maybe it's business and you travel for conferences and it's pretty clear what's your social status in those conferences as well. Uh, I don't rely that much on my status and on any communities to get laid. It can work if you are on the top of the food chain in an industry in a community. Uh, if uh, if you do try to get laid, of course you'll be more successful. That's that's quite obvious because you are the top guy and, and girls like that, so that will help you. And the third factor from lifestyle is what I like to call Bil Bilzerian uh, factor. You know the Bilzerian, the Instagram guy, who on Instagram lived this crazy lifestyle, partying on boats, girls all around him, and just having this great lifestyle, going places, doing stuff, and it looks nice. Does living a lifestyle like that, does showing that you go places, that you travel, that you go on adventures, does that stuff get you laid? Um, not directly, but uh, pretty much yes, it does help definitely. I when I post something on Instagram, I am thinking about uh, also how does that make me look in the sexual market value. That's well, I live my life traveling around the world for for more than a year now, and you can see that you can see that my Instagram has pictures from all, all over the place. It has pictures from Riga, where I was originally from. It has pictures from Prague, from Budapest, from uh, Belgrade, Serbia, from Romania, from New York City, from Chicago, Toronto, all over the place. I just posted a picture from Malta, which is a small island under Italy. I just posted a picture from Malta today because that's where I am right now. Now you can see that I go places that I that I travel places. Uh, if if you don't if you if you haven't seen my Instagram, then uh, when you sign up for the mailing list on my on uh, my website, uh, one of you'll get several links of, of things where I post stuff, whether it's YouTube or Instagram, etc., etc. So if you are on the mailing list and in the welcome email, you should have gotten an email. Uh, a link to, to my Instagram and, and you can see stuff that I post there and yes I go places I, I do I go on adventures so it does help you get laid and for example I've gotten laid uh, def I've definitely gotten laid from the BDSM stuff I post on my Facebook on my Instagram because there, there there are some BDSM and bondage uh, pictures and I've had new followers after I post them girls I hit them up and they really like the bondage stuff and the BDSM stuff they want they wanted to try something out uh, well I met with them and, and they <laughs> I tried things out with them so it, it definitely helps and this uh, nice lifestyle definitely helps uh, you get laid is it a thing to focus on is it the most important thing well that's questionable but you if you are traveling places if you're collect, collecting experiences which, as we spoke before, is something you should do, even if you are in your mid-twenties, you should collect experiences, you should live a life, you should think, what are the things I really want to do in my life, and you should go pursue them, you should enjoy life and, and kind of 
I don't know, live fast or, or live fast or die slow. Just figure out what you want and, and go do those things. And if you can at the same time learn to take good photos that look good on your Instagram, uh, why not use that to your advantage and maybe in a year get a few lays from Instagram without following random girls and sending them DMs. No, like if you have that lifestyle and I have random girls follow me on Instagram once in a while and, and sometimes it ends with with lays with beautiful chicks. Sometimes single, sometimes married and it, it's all over the place. So that's all I wanted to tell about lifestyle, about money, status and Bilzerian factor. Now let's move to the third group of components that uh, your sexual market value consists of. It's the things you can learn and let's start with number one i didn't know how to call it and i just called it cheekiness being that guy that chats with girls obviously you you are not doing it uh, like let's say you go to a party and uh, you chat with people you're teasing people you're teasing girls obviously it's not something everyone can see no one can actually see when you're doing that it to everyone else, it seems like you're just talking to a girl and, and maybe you know her, maybe you're just chatting about something. Well, actually, when you are chatting with her, it starts as a normal chat, then you tease her. Well, just as in a day game set, you tease, you challenge, you make her qualify and you see how she reacts. You tease her a few times, you realize she reacts really well, you can, you can feel that she likes it, you can feel the attraction building. Well, what do you do next? Now you understand you have to isolate her. You have to be in a place where you can talk with her. So maybe if it's a party, you go to another room uh, or you go out to smoke or whatever. You are isolating her to chat with her, build a little bit of comfort and you're spiking. You say a thing like, well, I, I thought you're just cute, but now I see you're actually interesting. That's interesting. That's fun. That, that's pretty cool. Uh, and you said, you said, oh, I just thought you're cute. Turns out you are interesting. So you made it obvious what it is that you're doing, that you're flirting with her. As soon as you spike, she knows, oh my God, it seemed that this isn't friendly. It seemed that he likes me. He really does. This is cool. Now she knows what's going on. If she reacts well, well, you build rapport and maybe you try pulling her home to sleep with her or maybe you take her number to meet her another time. Be that guy that chats up girls wherever you go. You go on a conference, chat up a girl. You go to a birthday party, chat with girls. Uh, learn that. Uh, which brings us to the second factor of uh, things you can learn, which is good game. Uh, obviously, it's an extremely broad topic and being cheeky and having frame, etc., etc., are all parts of, of, of good game. So whatever you can put under a good game, uh, it all... It all, those all are things you can learn and those all are skills you should uh, work on. Again, good game means uh, game that works, game that's proven to work, not game that some group of guys online think should work, but they are not going out, they're not talking to 25 or more girls or a week and, and they have their ideas but there is, they cannot prove it with a proven track record. And not just only track record for themselves, but also track record for other guys that are trying their methods, their approach to game. And by the way, that, that, that reminds me of a nice little uh, topic that I want to at least touch a little bit. It's 
doing 25 sets a week. Some guys say, oh, I'll just do my 25 sets. Uh, I, I don't want to go out and do day game sessions. I just want to go on day game wherever I go. Uh, which is uh, something that a lot of guys say, but if I ask them how many girls do you chat up during a week, if it's less than 25, then again, you have proven that your approach doesn't work. If you chat up girls walking around doing your everyday stuff and it's less than 25, then well, chances of you learning good uh, game skills are, are extremely low. And you should, again, stop focusing on things that you wish were true, for example, your ability to chat, chat up 25 girls just walking around the city doing your stuff, what you had to do anyways, like grocery shopping, going to the library, whatever. But instead, focus on things that are proven to work. Okay, that's, that's a little side, this kind of side thing, off-topic thing. Next thing that you can learn is you can learn to have good frame. What does it mean to have good frame? It means to know what you want, uh, to lead, to escalate, to use push-pull. So you know what you want and you are letting her know what you want. Obviously not direct, you're letting her know that under the radar. Maybe you were teasing, maybe you made a spike like I said before. Oh, I thought you were just cute, but it's, it turns out you're, you're actually interesting as well. You... Uh, you're making a move and why you should always make a move when you make a move when you make that spike she finally knows oh my god he likes me he's going for it he isn't gonna be another boring guy that puts himself in the friend zone friend zone and now she knows the rules of the game and she, and she can choose to play it or not if she doesn't if she doesn't play play the game you still know what you want and you still keep going for for what you want uh, you're still doing that. You're still trying to chat, chat with her. You see how she reacts, but keep your frame. Remember what it is that you want, not what it is that her she wants. Maybe she wants new expensive shoes from you, and, and that's not what you're after. You're after a nice blowjob uh, from her or, or sex with her. Uh, if she doesn't like what you offer, she can leave at uh, she can leave at any time. But you are focusing on what you want. You're the... It's your game. But of course, don't be a dick. Don't, don't be direct. Don't just say, oh, I don't want to talk about this nonsense. I just want to fuck you, you bitch, blah, blah, blah. Don't be rude. Don't, don't say things like that to girls. It's all under the radar. It's all subtle. It's all with love. Guys who know how to treat girls the right way get the girls to follow because those guys are calibrated and they know how to fractionate, they know how to push, they know how to pull and if she really isn't following, if you tried pushing her away uh, and, and then uh, again pulling, if, if nothing works, well leave. Don't don't waste uh, don't waste any time on her. It's gonna be harder if you're a beginner if you're learning day game or and sedu seduction in general. But the better you get at this, the more girls will like to follow you because you will learn what actually works. You will learn how girls actually like to be treated, and boom, they'll follow you and you'll get more success with them. And again, the next uh, the next thing you can learn is calibration. Calibration is a very uh, important thing. So you are at a party, you chatted with a girl, you teased, you isolated her, you spiked. But you clearly see it's not working. Let her go. 
by letting her go, you are kind of pushing her away. You are ignoring her a little bit. You you go to another girl, you chat to someone else. 30 minutes later, you come back to the first girl and you see how things have changed. You chat a bit again, you spike again. This is the pulling back part. When you went and spoke to another girl, you push her away. Then when you give her attention again 30 minutes later, you're pulling her, you're seeing how that works. And if that doesn't work, well, you don't talk to her anymore and, and then don't waste uh, your time. So this was the third uh, thing, the third group of com components your SMB consists of, things you can learn. So now let's talk about what to do with those things and what you should focus on. It's important to understand that maybe you are really strong in some parts of sexual market value and uh, lack in others. And it's important to understand that just having one part oftentimes will not be enough and it's actually quite uh, dangerous. Uh, things that can happen, well, maybe you are a 20 year old young guy with an online business and a baller lifestyle, but if you aren't cheeky, if you don't have the cheekiness part and you don't know what to do with girls, you will most likely not get laid even though you're traveling the world living from city to city beautiful places but if you're not that if you have zero cheekiness it's very unlikely that that you'll great great get great success with girls at the same time if you have everything maybe you have looks you have lifestyle you have money you have game but you don't know how the world actually works. You don't know what are, how the dating actually works in the world. Some smart girl probably, and let's say you're 25, uh, some smart girl probably in her early 20s who knows how to look hot as fuck and how to be an amazing girlfriend, she will snatch you up. And you'll be a young, hot, hot dude with money, lifestyle, charisma, everything. But you'll be married. And what happens 10 years later when she is, instead of early 30s, she's early 40s. You're 35, she's early 40s. Guys look amazing in early 30s, in, in mid-30s. Girls at early 40s, very few of them look like hot 20-year-olds. What happens even 10 years later? Maybe you were 45. She's in her early 50s. A guy that knows how to take care of himself will very likely be still good looking at 45, probably with even more money, better lifestyle. Well, maybe not. It depends on how you what, what life decisions you make building your family. But you're probably still a really good-looking dude with even more money, better lifestyle, with, with interesting life story. But you're married with someone who's over 50 and not that good-looking at all. And at the same time, there is some young guy with worse looks, less money, simpler lifestyle. But he's also an interesting dude, has interesting experiences, but he has better game, better understanding. Not game in a bad way, but better understanding how the dating world works. He will be dating a 22-year-old hottie. A hottie that knows how to look amazing, but she's also a great girlfriend. She's interesting as a person. She's smart. Very fuckable. This guy learned how the world works, he did the world, he did all the stuff he has to do and now maybe he's also 45 but he's seeing this girl in early 20s uh, 
and uh, if you hear yourself or your friends saying yeah well if i'm 45 what am i going to talk about with a 22 year old girl well i'm 33 and uh, the last girls I've been dating have been 19, 22, 20, around that age. And uh, I think if you don't have anything in common, nothing, you don't have anything to talk about with a 22-year-old girl, I think the problem isn't in her communication skills. The problem very often will lie in your communication skills. So a lot of 22-year-old girls are actually quite interested, interesting, they have interesting views on, on the world and they're interested in doing interesting stuff in life, building businesses uh, and uh, having interesting careers. They, they, they are at a stage in their, their lives where all the doors are open and I think they are really interesting to hang out. So you can choose uh, which side you want to be on. If you want to be the guy who's... Uh, 35, 45 and, and, and has a girl that's over 50 uh, but she knew how to snatch the good guy, the, the high value guy up while he was young but uh, maybe naive or you can be the guy who knows how the world works and you can be a, dating some of the most amazing, the smartest, uh, educated and fun 22 year olds. So it's your decision and let's talk what you need to work on depending on where you are in your evolution as a, as a man, as a seducer, as a day gamer. So should you take care of your looks first or should you learn how to take control of your dating like, overcome fear, chat up and seduce beautiful girls, learn game or should you build a, a lifestyle? Well, if your looks are shit, absolutely terrible, like you have shit style, you are not taking care of your grooming. Let's just put it like that. If your style isn't amazing and your grooming isn't amazing and you're not fit, you should fix those things. You should go and get a good haircut, uh, get everything fixed that, that can be fixed, improve your style. If you want me to put you in touch with my stylist, Anna, who has worked with many, many of my students. She creates amazing lookbooks uh, and helps you change your style. If you want me to put, uh, put you in touch with her, send me an email to robert at strobert.blog. I'll do that. Uh, fix your style. But at the same time, learn game. Learn to overcome your fears. Learn to chat with at least 25 beautiful, interesting girls every week and learn how to interact with girls. You have to learn that. If you're saying, oh, I first have to fix my looks before I learn game, you're, you're missing the point here. Looks are important, but at the same time, you have to learn game. Fixing your looks will only take a day or two. It's going uh, to a barber shop, a good barber shop. It's going shopping and, and that's, that's it. Uh, learning game will, will take longer. A learning, day, a learning game will take you at least a few months, maybe even more, maybe a year. Uh, the only thing I can tell you about the game, uh, when you're learning game, if you are not getting laid regularly after six months of learning day game, get a coach. I worked with many guys and uh, most guys that, uh, let me think, uh, I've 
seen almost no guys that have struggled for more than six months and then all of a sudden learned game and became good on their own. Most guys that learned game on their own succeeded really fast. Like it took them a few months to start getting laid regularly. So if you were struggling for more than a few months, maximum six months, just get in touch with me, either get infield coaching or get some Skype coaching calls to figure out where you should start, what you should start with. Uh, it's, it will just help you learn much, much, much faster. If you are financially trying to, to decide should you get a Skype coaching call or, or buy new shoes to improve your style, then if it's a financial decision, then uh, spend that money on a Skype coaching call instead of new shoes because if it's either that or either one or the other, then a Skype coaching call and improving your game will be much more important than the way you look, the way you dress, the way uh, you take care of yourself. I've worked with guys who have a pretty shitty style and didn't want to change their style and uh, when improving their game, they, they still were getting laid a lot. Uh, if you have fixed your style and you're working out and you are learning game in the right way, meaning you're doing enough sets, you're either recording your sets and learning from them and you're getting better and better, or if you've uh, been doing this for more than six months and, and you've gotten in touch with me and you're getting Skype coaching, if you've fixed all these things, then it's uh, maybe time to look at your lifestyle as well. Yes, the learn things are the most important. Start there, of course. But why not go on a day game trip? Why not build those experiences? Why not collect interesting life stories, interesting life experiences while you are learning game? Is it the best way to learn game by traveling the world? Probably not. It's harder to learn day game in, in, in some cities, it's easier in other cities and going from city to city to city to day game, it might not be the best way to learn game, but it's a great way to build experiences and you'll still improve your game. So why not do that? If you are from the USA, why not go on a trip to Europe? There are places in Europe where you can go from US even with all the COVID restrictions. Or if you are in Europe, why not go to an amazing day game city if you are already here? Why not go to a place like London, to a place like Prague? Maybe you want to go to Kiev if, if, if it's not locked down. Maybe you want to go on a day game trip with me. Why not do it? Or why not go to South America if you're from Europe? Well, if you're from USA, then going to South America. I think all Americans go to South America. <laughs> so do something more exotic. Go to Europe. Uh, or if you're in Europe, well, maybe go to Balkans. Balkans are a crazy place for day game. This, this, the hotness of girls there is just uh, incredible. So you can actually learn game and build lifestyle at the same time. You can collect adventures, collect stories, and you can become this character character of um, most interesting man in, in the world. And if you want to say that you can't travel right now because everything is locked down and it's COVID, then uh, I just want to tell you, don't be a sheep because I'm traveling, <laughs> many of my friends are traveling, find a place you can go to and book a fucking flight. Uh, there are many, many places you can go to. Maybe don't book flight three months in advance. 
you will have to book pretty much last minute, like a, maybe a week or, or two weeks before going. If you're going to a different continent, then maybe a week or two. But if you're going, uh, if you're from Europe and you're going to a different place in Europe, then just book a flight a few days in advance and, and that's it. Uh, I'm traveling, a lot of my friends are traveling, so just do it. It's much cheaper now. There are less day gamers traveling. Life is still out there. People are still in the streets. London streets are still crazy busy. Uh, I'm in Malta right now where uh, you have to wear a mask outside on a street at, in plus 25 degrees. There are still beautiful girls walking down the street. Life is still out there. Don't be a sheep. Live your life. Uh, don't make excuses to to don't uh, to don't go on trips. That's actually why I travel. I ask myself. I ask myself a simple question: What do I want to do next? Where do I want to go? What adventures do I want to have? What crazy kinky stuff I want to do next? And uh, I just ask myself that question. If and whatever the answer is, I try to do that. I try to go to those destinations. I wanted to go to Kiev. I boom! I announced Kiev. Well. Obstac uh, obstacles came in the way uh, and I'm not going to Kiev but instead of that I'm going to sort of friends so the question is if you are already learning day game if you've done at least 100 maybe 200 sets then well what's your day game destination or if you haven't day game that much then uh, sign up for some coaching and let's go somewhere together and I'll push you in those sets and you'll have no excuses not to do them you'll do at least 25 oh I'll try to make you do at least 25, uh, at least 20 sets every fucking day. Well, so it's up to you now to look at your journey as a man, as a day gamer, and think where are you? Should you start with fixing your style, or should you work on your game the most? Should you really commit and pull the trigger and really become more serious about the game and? have crazy six months or a year or two months where you're day gaming a lot where you're meeting beautiful girls where you're going on crazy adventures sleeping with hot girls having same delays maybe having a threesome here or there it, it's your job it's your job as a man to take responsibility of your life to take uh, control of your dating life and and commit and to do that or maybe if you've been doing that maybe it's time to book a flight and uh, go on a trip. The question is, what do you want to do next? What's your next adventure? And if you decide you want my help in your next adventure, maybe you want me to push you or to help you with your game, then get in touch with me by sending me an email to robert at strobert.blog or simply go to my website strobert.blog and click on the top menu on the day game coaching and read everything about day game coaching fill a form there and we will find a place we can go to and have some adventures together but if you decide it's not the time for you right now but you still want to uh, support this podcast you can do that on patreon and well guys that's all i wanted to talk about today if you liked this podcast, uh, please give this podcast a thumbs up if you're listening to this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, then please leave this podcast a five-star review. That simply helps me reach more guys and it, it helps me help more guys to take control of their dating life, overcome fear and start really dating the girls they actually like. And if you know a wing who should hear this, then send this to a wing. That's it for today. Thank you guys for listening and goodbye.